assumed you knew, darling. Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. and welcome to episode 142 of A Spoonful of Podcasts. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with Mr. Brian Dining Plan Galloway. How are you doing, sir? Hey, Evan, how are you? I, I, am, I have to tell you something, guys, and, and this is, uh, before we get into the episode, I've been watching um, American Born Chinese on Disney+, and I, I wasn't sure I if I was going to like that or not. Yep. And I am telling you, I like it a lot, and I was looking forward to every episode, and I, and I went through the whole thing. So I shockingly, after looking, you know, I was looking at the coming attractions. They didn't look good, and I'm like, ah, I don't know, but very well done, very well written, and surprisingly very different than other things that I've seen, and it's good. And it, you'll get, if you do watch it, folks, you're going to get swamped into it. That's good to know. See, I didn't know what to think of it because I saw it, you know, appear on the like the features at the top. And I was like, Oh, what's that? So, I mean, I kind of looked into it, but I'm going to add it to my list now. So today's episode is, you know, some not really controversial, but it's, it's something that hits everybody's wallet. So in a way it can be controversial, which is the dining plan at Walt Disney world. And, you know, we've now had it released that it's coming back. So effective now, at the time of this release and recording, you can book the dining plan for vacations that travel on or after January the 9th, 2024. So you cannot get it right now, but after or on January 20, January 9th, excuse me, 2024, you can get the dining plan. Um, so yeah, Brian, we, we have it back. A lot of people have been waiting and begging for it to come back just because of how helpful. So like just general comments about the dining plan before we kind of get into the heart of the episode, you know, for your family, because you've done the dining plan several times. Probably about 20, <laughs> 20 times. Um, yeah. So I, 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 my whole thing about dining plan is this it's um, and I used to do, so I've done many comparisons. I've done a comparison for a fairly well-known book, um, the unauthorized Disney book uh, a while ago, but I also did uh, I've done it before in many aspects because it's, it's very important. When you're spending a lot of money and you're doing those things, you have to understand the value. And we all know Disney dining is up and down. You never know if it's good or bad. There are some restaurants that are really top notch. And, and I still to this point, they say, you know, sometimes people give Disney food um, a bad commentary. But I have to tell you, there's a lot of good restaurants there. Now, that is that is really important to understand. But there are some that are not. And that is where I always felt the Disney dining plan had its value if you were going to a good restaurant. If you're going to a good restaurant and you're getting something that's, you know, a decent price where you're going to spend spend that money and you would have spent it anyway, um, the value does help. If you don't 
then it, then it kind of counts against you. And that's how it used to be. So I'm really curious with this new one, how it's going to be. I've done some calculations. I think, Evan, you've done some calculations. Yeah, yeah. So we're going we're gonna to go through that today. But my whole thing about the Disney dining plan is it was you never saved a lot of money if you saved anything that was, you know, less than $20 um, over a family of four. I'm, I'm going with a family of four that I – because I – my, my – um, the way I always studied it was over, over family, families of four and families of five. Um, and, I, and I said, test it out all the time. So you wouldn't save much, but the convenience and the refillable mug, all those kind of things all add into that whole savings. And sometimes it's so much better not to have to carry around the extra cash or the extra credit card and not have that. Now you don't even have to worry about what you order. That is the value. So let's let's look at that. I, I will always debate anybody who says it's a, it's a cost savings because it definitely is not. Interesting. Okay, some good stuff. So before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about the dining plan. I want to get your feedback on this, Brian. First off, as a Disney Vacation Club owner, how is that process of adding the dining plan to your stay by booking points? Is that easy? Is it simple for, you know, maybe our new DVC owners that may not understand? Simple. It's done with just saying yes. Basically, sometimes when you're making a reservation, they ask you and you say yes. And they pop it on. So no, it's never it's never been a, pro- a problem. I've actually I have to tell you sometimes back in the day, a couple of times we weren't sure about whether we wanted to add it, and we there was a rule back then you had to do it within I don't know if it was thirty days of your stay or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, sometimes I would wait to the very last minute because it's really important to me that I get my reservations. Right. So at the restaurants, if I do not get the reservations at the restaurants I want then the dining plan is not even needed because you're not going to spend that money and you're not, the value is not there. So yep. that's, that's my big thing is your, your dining reservations make or break your trip. If you're a foodie, if you are, if you're not, then yeah. you could care less and you probably don't even need the dining plan. So Sounds that's good. That's the stuff we want to, yeah, that's the stuff we want to look at is like who, what, what type of a person or a family is, is the dining plan going to be helpful for? And just, you know, as well, like you said, for DVC owners, it's very easy to add it to your trip. Uh, I'm guessing when you when you add it to your stay, Brian, are you just taken to a screen where you just pay for it with a card separately, or you your bills no, for it? There's, usually, it? there's a checkbox, or you get there's you pay you pay you pay separately, or you can call and and um, I usually okay. call. I call I member services of, with yeah. DVC. You have you have such great customer services. I, I I usually just call and I say I want it, and they put it, they tack it on. Cool. And I know that the same Very thing. Easy. So if you're not an owner, you know, if you have a Walt Disney World package or you're staying on property, it is calculated by the night. So the prices that we'll discuss in just a second is a per night price. You cannot get the dining plan if you are not staying on property. So if you are just an annual pass holder and you're staying at another resort in town, you're going to, you know, say you're going to the Holiday Inn and Disney Springs, or and they may do it for Good Neighbor. Let's let's say you're going to the Gaylord, and you're going to stay there for four nights, but you're an annual pass holder. You cannot get the dining plan because you are not staying on property at a dining plan. And it would um, be no, and it would be no value to you because the refillable mug would right. That's a portion that, of it, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's part of the value. Yep. Um, no, right. I agree. I agree. And and it is another interesting thing is you cannot get it for half your stay. You got to get it for the full stay. Yep. That's if you right. have a split stay. You can do that. There's a yep. trick to that. But but if you're staying, if you if you don't need it for the whole, you might. Because actually, a couple of times I was like, well, we don't really need it for the whole stay because we're thinking of going into, you know, mm-hmm. hash hash a go go or something like that in town and, and having dinner. Right. Um. You can't do that because now you're kind of stuck in. You know, it works in Disney's favor at that point too because you're stuck That's in right. the complex too. 
Yep, you have to. That's a great point. Decide if you're going to go anywhere else in Orlando. I mean, this may be your once a year trip, twice a year trip, maybe at the most. And you have a couple, like you said, hash hash a go go, or you may like a certain restaurant in Orlando. Maybe even you want to go to White Castle. I mean, maybe you don't have one in your area and you want to go to that one. I don't know. You want to go somewhere. You do have to calculate that into your whole trip and whether the dining plan is worth it or not. So, you know, we'll get into the the meat of it now, but just to, no pun intended, but really you do have to kind of weigh the options going into it and you, it's your money. It's your calculations that you're doing. And now look, there is going to be some soft costs, some incalculable costs that we'll talk about too, like convenience and stuff. And and there's the I want to do it factor that's going to weigh in heavily there too, right? So if you're going to golf property for a meal and you still want to do it, hey, it's your vacation. If it's going to make your life easier on your vacation, it's your choice and do it, right? So there's a level of, of that there as well. So Brian, I have the list here. Let me talk about a little bit about the features of what it used to cost and maybe what it costs now and what you get. Sure. I mean, why don't you know, talk about what you, why don't you go through each one and then I'll, I'll revert, I'll review back and what you, how it used to be. Okay. Sounds good. So now under the new quick service dining plan, you get two quick service meals, one alcoholic or non-alcoholic beverage per meal, one snack and a resort refillable mug. This is going to put you at approximately $57 per adult per night or approximately around $26 per child per night. So that's what it is right now for the quick service plan. Now, Brian, you know, the old quick service plan was a little bit cheaper and you got an extra snack, right? Right, you got an extra snack and yes. And it was a little bit cheaper. And um, I think, yeah, so I don't want, I don't want to, if you, you really got to go back. So if you, if, when you go to take, go to table service, because tra- table service has changed a lot more than the snack one has, good. So the new Disney dining plan, one table service meal, one quick service meal, one alcoholic or non-alcoholic beverage per meal, one snack, and a resort refillable mug. It's now $95 per adult per night or $32 per child per night. Yeah, so it used to be less than that. But again, understand it's been three years since we've had it, right? So it would have, it, it always went up. You know, it never went down. So it always went up about 5 $6 a year per person. So... Like it was like in the high seventies. Seventy eight. Yeah. So, so, so about a seventeen dollar difference. Yep. Yeah, I'm not. It's not really that much of it. Like, I don't think it's unexpected. Like, so that to me, me it's either. really not outrageous. But previously, okay, and this is I'm going to go back to a couple different iterations. The iterations have changed. You used to get two snacks. Um, you used to, used to have uh, at one time the tip was 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 included, right? 15% uh, the tip yeah. was included in the, in the dining plan. Um, and obviously the refillable mug and, and then, and there was, there was, we had desserts. So d- you would get a dessert with your meal you I remember get a dessert that. or an appetizer, right? They don't have that anymore. I noticed. So there's those little things are not there anymore. So if you want a dessert, which Disney has a lot of great desserts, you got to pay out of pocket for that. And it's something else to think about too. And, and by the way, the, the old quick service plan was only $55 versus 57. So, little small difference and you do have get a less one less snack now so that's taken into account but you're right um desserts i remember that when we had the dining plan before getting a dessert with your meal uh now you're gonna have to use that one snack which brian this is hard because 
Disney is built on snacks, man. I mean, desserts. Well, yeah, and then you pay out of pocket for those. I mean, that, and that's see, see that this is the one thing that uh, when people say you're if you're relying on the Disney dining plan to to pay all your food bill for the trip, that that's that's you know that's never going to happen. And it never did. It didn't never did before either, because you always got the you know you didn't just get two snacks. You only got four or five. So. The thing is, now you have one extra you have to pay out of pocket. But previously, you would still pay out of pocket. You would pay yeah. out of pocket for your appetizers. You pay out, you know, over the last couple of years, you pay out of pocket for your desserts. People were not having their dinner and then sitting down. There. Okay, so I'll take one step back. If you were a person that was on the dining plan and you went to the restaurant and you said to your family, well, guys, we can't order an appetizer or we can't order dessert because it's not on the dining plan, then you probably were not dining plan people. I really think that if you're going there and you're going to spend money on this outrageously priced food, which it, it is, it you know it's not really there's it's you you, you know, what you what you pay for a steak or some spaghetti or like there's way more than you pay anyplace else, but you're also paying to be inside Disney, so if you're expecting to have a savings or a discount on your dinner or to scrimp your family because you're on the dining plan, I don't think you should be on the dining plan. And that's another whole story. So I don't want to, I don't want to get anybody upset, but really and truly you're going to spend a lot of money regardless. And if you were going to the restaurant and just ordering off the top of your head and you know, you're going to spend a lot of money there too. So it's not really made for people that are, that are, you know, on a, on a tight budget. Right. So another way to reword that, if you're appetizer people, you're going to be get an appetizer, whether you get the dining plan or not. Right. That's going to be a steadfast dollar figure that is you take into account whether you're paying cash or card for your meal or doing dining plan. You're gonna, you're not getting the appetizer either way. Right. If you're dessert people now with the new dining plan, you're going to get a dessert either way. It doesn't matter if you get the dining plan or not. So yeah, and that's another way to word it. Right? Yeah, and the appetizers and desserts are not very expensive. They're not they're not crazy. You know, it's the other stuff to me that it seems to be a little bit overpriced and maybe it's to balance out the the um the dining plan i think but but okay let's go let's go into it more but in my in my my opinion if you're gonna go and sitting you know if you're going if you're gonna sit at a table service every night for your trip let's say you're going on a five or six day trip so you budget you would have budgeted i don't know for a family of four you would have budgeted a couple hundred dollars for dinner every night so you're kind of doing that now with the dining plan. Yeah. You know, you know, it's not that much of a difference of how you would budget it, but if you were going there to, to say like, okay, we're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to the dining plan. We're going to order the most expensive thing in the re- on the menu, but no appetizers and no dessert. That wouldn't have been a fun trip. And that right. would, and that's probably not a good way to enjoy your trip. So that, that's the whole kind of thing folks is that it, it, it really is a type of person you are and the type of family you have, you are, if you're foodies, you want to eat the food and the dining plan is a convenience, but it's not a, it's not a cost saving. It's definitely not something that you should limit your experience by. Perfect. Yeah. Great way to put it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the, some specifics. So Brian, I know you've done some calculations. I've done a, and then we'll talk more about this and the convenience and just philosophy of the dining plan and that kind of stuff after it. But before we recorded, I went and got myself a uh, a sample meal together. And now I did not plan out every single night, but I just put together what it would be on a quick service and on the table service. First, so first, let's talk about the quick service dining plan, our calculations, and where whether we think it's worth it or not. So here's what I did. I did not do a family of four and didn't go and break it down to the 
to a kid. I just did one person going for four nights. So if you'd have one person, and I know listeners, it's going to be really hard to follow along with this with the math, but just look for the conclusion, right? So if you do four nights at $57, it's $228. So let's remember $228. So on one of my days, I go to Pecos Bills. I get a fajita platter. That's $15.49 with a sangria that's $10. Then for my second meal, I get the bacon and blue burger from Deluxe Burger. You know, I like Deluxe Burger. It's $13.49. I get a Coke for 6 bucks. And then I am at Magic Kingdom, right, because I went, got Pecos Bills. So I get a Plaza Sunday for my snack credit that's $7.25. And if you multiply that out by four, now I know you're going to have days where you're not going to spend as much or you may get a little bit more for a quick service meal, but I just use that as an average. Multiply that by four, then add the resort mug into it. It's $228.92. So almost exactly what you would spend. Um, and, you, and you know, Disney did the same calculation. Evan. They, uh, they, when right. Disney came up with these prices, they didn't just like pick it out of their hat. They, they looked at average price, what, what was the average things that people ordered. Right. They, 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 did, they did all that. That's why I'm saying it, it's usually a wash. And that's, that, this is a great, you know, it's great that you actually, you got that. Yep. Because that's kind of what it should be. Yep. So it's a wash for that one. Let me go ahead and say the table service one as an example. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So here we go. This one. For $95 for a person for four nights, it comes to $380. So keep $380 in mind. So say I go to Ohana and it's going to be $59 for me. And then I get a, I don't know, $7 Coke. All right. Pico's bills. Say I get the fajita platter again, $15.49 with a $7 Coke. I get my Plaza Sunday snack for $7.25. And then, you know, I get my resort refillable mug. So I took those that meal set and multiplied it by four, added the resort mug to it, and it came to 402.96. So in that way, it would be a $20 savings to, to do the dining plan. Now, not every table service costs $59, you know, the Ohana does. Some of them cost 36 or 40. So, you know, like if you do a breakfast or a lunch or something like that, it's cheaper than Ohana dinner. So you have to kind of keep that in mind, right? Um, so it is a little bit of a savings in the dining plan there, but it's pretty close to being a wash, you know, just like what you said. And that's the thing is if you go out you know, let's say if you're a family of four and you go and one person gets the steak and one person gets the salmon and one person just says, you know, what, I'm not that hungry, so I'm going to get the macaroni. And that's only like $18. Then you, then you're, then you shoot it. Right. That's so right. that's the problem. Yep. And those things happen. And that's what, if, that's yep. how we all know. There's picky eaters in our families. Yep. There's people that do that. So that's another important thing to understand. You got to know what your what your family is. Are they going to eat the the good things? Are they gonna Are they gonna be looking forward to getting? Like again, let's go to you know. I, I, there's certain there's certain, and we could talk about this later. But there are certain restaurants that are worthy of going there and spending your uh, your credits on, and there are right. other ones that are not. And that's like like what, what I say. Even with that price, so Ohana's is a good restaurant, and the, the, the food's good. And you have you have a lot of different options, and so even if there's something you don't like in one of the courses, there's probably something in the next course that you're going to like. So you're not going to leave there hungry. Right. But there are other places that you might go, and you'll be like, "Wow, this is I'm not that hungry, and I just can't believe I just spent fifty dollars, or it would have been fifty dollars out of my pocket to to eat here, and now I'm hungry, and I got to go to another place and eat later, and pull it out of my pocket and, and to pay." So. It's really important that you choose a restaurant that you're going to want to eat the food. Yeah, very important, especially with this, uh, with, with with what you're paying now. You know, it's paying ninety dollars a day, but ninety dollars a day for 
I'm sorry, Evan, for uh, like for a good meal, for a good dinner, and and a good lunch and a snack. It's probably about ninety dollars. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. I, and like, there's not many there's not many situations where like I was thinking about this because the now the only thing I do want to say is. Disney is trying to make an effort to lower their prices of food. Now we laugh, right? Well, are you kidding me, Brian? No, I'm telling you. I've even read a couple articles now that they've they've tried to figure out different suppliers to get their food from and things like that that they could try to make it or just not increase it enough anymore. Um, which is very interesting to me because if they're if they are trying to lower the normal ticket price on the menu. Is that going to make it not as valuable, or is it just going to be that they're going to make more? They're going to make more in the, in the transaction. So I don't know that, but I have read two different articles about them definitely doing something to make the cost of the meals a little bit less than they are today. Well, great point. And so here's another quick example um, that I just pulled up. So. You know, you have a lot of these restaurants like Ohana that's a fixed price per adult. So everybody is 59 bucks, right? But there's other restaurants that will be on the dining plan. And this is a great one here, which is Topolino's Terrace at the Riviera, right? And there they have a menu. So like entrees, you could get the filet mignon that's 56 bucks or someone in your party might get the rigatoni that's only $38. Exactly. And it's a menu based, right? So it's not like you go to Topolino's, everybody's paying one price. Like you do at Topolino's for breakfast because it's character breakfast, right? So it's $45 per adult for character breakfast at Topolino's. So everybody pays the same. Well, at dinner, it's menu based. So you do have to, I mean, if you're, like you said earlier, Brian, I'm going to speak to two things. You do have to know your family and kind of know where you want to go eat. And even if it is, knowing and making sure you get your reservations, that kind of stuff, you can get down to the penny and go ahead and look ahead of time and know what your family is going to be ordering and really scrape and get down to it. But like you said, if, if you have to do that, then the dining plan may not be for you. You know, if you are very concerned because something else that if you are very concerned about counting pennies and really weighing the dining plan, if it's worth it or not, that we cannot take into account. And that is, circumstances beyond our control. You know, kid has a meltdown. We can't stay here and eat lunch because it's past his nap time. We got a 2 p.m. lunch and it's cutting right into his nap and we're going to have to leave the restaurant and we just can't get anywhere else. We can't get to a dinner, etc. And there goes a, a portion of our dining plan that's out the window. If in your budget, you cannot, you know, a lot for the emergency situation or the circumstance that may happen beyond your control, then maybe you shouldn't do the dining plan. You know what 100%. I mean, Brian? No, I agree. So, it, and it could happen. Now, the one yeah. thing is you can use it another day. Now, yeah. what, what, an interesting thing I did read is that they're not transferable. This happened, This the last year of the dining plan was this way too, but the dining plan is not transferable within your party, which in the original dining plan, it used to be, okay, the Galloway family is there. We're here for, you know, 10 days. We have um, four people. 10 days, 40 meals, right? Yeah. And 40 table services. You just use them wherever you want. You can mix and match. It doesn't matter as long as when you run out of the 40, you run out of the 40. Right. And they didn't care who did it, who ate them. And, you know, a couple of times, if we did go and leave the leave and go to another place to eat, we had two, two other people come and sit with us and have dinner. We, one time we had uh, like, I think my in-laws were there and yeah. we, we got to use it for them because we just had, we had I remember available. That. Yep. that, that you could do that. 
can't do that anymore. They're not, they're not, they're, it, it's de definitely by the name. Now, I don't know how they're going to check that, um, yeah. which would be very interesting, but that's, that's kind of what they, that's kind of what they say. So we'll, well, that's, you know, again, who, I don't think you can do, I don't think they can actually police that, but maybe they do. Right. And, and, you know, to my previous example, we were that family. I mean, we, you know, remember we went to Steakhouse 71, Ezra was younger than he is now and he just had a meltdown. Emily had to leave and she didn't get to eat. So there went a table service just for Emily. And like you're, it's a great example, what you're talking about now, it's not transferable. So here we are with Emily having plus one table service racked up and we're all minus one. So we're trying to figure out how to navigate that and work it back into it. So if it matters that much to you, then this may not be for you. So you just really have to think about your family and the situation. But I think we've made a case to where it can be almost a wash financially. If you just talk about apples to apples of really getting a menu price and getting the, the bang for your buck. But I think there's more pros to the dining plan than just the money, you know, which is convenient. So, you know, let's talk about that and some of the other pros that you think Brian are, are good. Well, I'll for. tell you that this is the, uh, this was, if you go back and look at what I previously wrote many years ago, was like the Galloway rule. Now, here, here's here's what I have to tell you. There is no dinner on property right now that is worth two dining credits. Now, and you could say people can argue all they want, but no way is. There's nothing. If if the meals, if if the restaurant is two dining credits, pay out of pocket because you're you're not gonna you're not getting the value there because mm -hmm. You, it, it's just you're not you're i don't i don't care like you said it, it's so that would be almost a hundred dollars for that meal just for one person for that to be worth it to you and it right. really is anything worth that much to you to, just pay out of pocket and i know it would be it would be a lot cheaper and it's been proven um it's not worth worth you doing um because then what happens is you do that so let's say okay let's say you're going for eight days okay eight days or staying a week and a day you you blow two two on one dinner. So then another night for dinner, you got to pay out of pocket. That's so right. you're not really, and that's what people don't realize. They're like, oh no, it's a good, you know, it breaks. No, 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 hold on. So what do you do the next day for dinner? You you starve? Like what do you? Do? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Today we're not eating because we uh, we use two two dining credits on the on on uh, Cinderella's royal table. No, you 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 can't do that because again, then you then it defeats any savings or anything any value that you get there. So now you're now you're always going to be over, right? Because you had to pay for four people, you know, for a family to go have another dinner that you didn't plan for. It's better to pay out of pocket and use them, and then go to a breakfast. So go, you know, go to an extra meal, um, a breakfast or dinner on the same on another day, um, where you can actually get some value out of it. But to to do a there's no, and they've actually added more to it. Now, I think Akershus is now two, which I cannot believe that that's two. Well, here's some more there. So be our guest. La well, that was two. That be our guest and La Cellier were two, right? Brown Derby. They have Brown, Der Brown Derby is two. Yep. Tiffins. Wow. Okay. Here's a surprise. The Boathouse. Can you believe that? The Boathouse is two for dinner. Oh, two. Wow. California Grill, two. Which well, I think right, that they always was. were. They always were. Okay, yeah. yeah. But I cannot believe the boathouse. I'm very surprised about that one. That's, That's also on the list there. But yeah, it's um. Well, it was a great. It was one of those. It was one of those great values as a one as a one credit 
you know, there there are some that were major values. Like I still think Kate May is a big value, but um, yeah, but they they don't include the crab anymore. But that it's it's still pretty for what you get is pretty good. Like Chef Mickey's, it's not even worth half of a dining credit. Um, <laughs> I, I, I it's, it, the food is awful. Um, and it's funny because I was reading an article. The food is undeniably awful, but but then it's the characters. Um, and, and right, it, it is the truth. It's not like would you? That is one I I, I just can't even fathom using our dining credit on but you might want to go and but if that if you really want to go to chef mickey's go for breakfast because you can't dizzy does not do breakfast bad right um, it's hard to mess but, up a breakfast yeah. right but no breakfasts are worth fifty dollars though that's another thing to what breakfast what you know what is that steak and eggs what, what do you what, what breakfast is really going to be worth fifty dollars because so when you do use it on when you use a table credit for breakfast understand that your value is going to be diminished a little bit that's You're right. You're not going to make as much. Great point. So the only example that where it works is if you did do a double, the night if you went to like a a a, a double dining credit place the night before, you didn't use your both credits, and you paid out of pocket, and then the next day you used your user for breakfast, and it kind of balances out. Otherwise, it doesn't. And that's another right. thing where a lot of people may take that mistake. They're like, well, you know what? We're going to use one of our dining credits on Ohana breakfast. Okay, it's good breakfast. It's nice. But you're not it, it, you're you're losing in the total cost. You're already you're already below. And are yeah. you, you know are you really going to make it? Is there going to be a quick service that's going to get you back? Even no, it's not. And and those are the kind of things you have to think about. Now you you, you say I, you know I don't want to have to get into that whole situation. Then if you don't care, and going back to what we said, if you're using the dining plan and you're, and you're going to table services your whole trip anyway, you probably don't care about the prices because you expect it to be overpriced. Sure, that's right. That's right. So interesting stuff. And that list I just said may change. I mean, that's what, uh, who, who knows what it's actually going to be, what offers two credits and stuff, but you're right. So like Cinderella's Royal Table, that used to be, I just looked it up, 65 bucks for uh, for dinner and it's two table service credits. And yeah, Ohana, $59, right? Yeah. Versus 65 for Cinderella's Royal Table. Ohana's just one credit. CRT is two credits. So c- come on, you know, I mean, it's not worth it. It's not even remotely worth it. Yes. You have to add the characters in that you get to see the princesses you're eating in the castle. But if you're worried about it at the end of your trip, it's not going to be worth it for you. No. And, the and it, maybe okay, you're not. Yeah. The food's okay. Cinderella, ro- ro- the royal table, the food's okay. Is, is it, yeah. is it, it's not the right, you know, last is, you know, last year is two. And, it used to be lunch was one and dinner was two. So everybody yeah. would go to lunch, right? And they, right. They, we try to make, we try to get the latest possible lunch because you could use your one credit because at, at one credit, it was an amazing, amazing value. Two yeah. credits. Nope. It's not. And what I saw was what you saw was you saw a lot of, it used to be so hard to get a re- reservation there. Then it became a lot easier to get a reservation. And that helped the people that don't use a dining plan because they were able to get reservations there. Right. Um, it, it is, that's another whole thing too, is we do, t- we did talk about if you're not in a resort, you can't use a dining plan. Those people want to get reservations at dinner too. Yeah. But we, 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 you know, when you're, when you're at the resort, you have the option to, to, to book earlier and mm-hmm. then you, you, you go towards those value restaurants. So that's another very interesting thing. It's, um, it's those. Okay. So Hoopty Doo is, I think two also, right? Yep. Yep. I think a lot they of get, the shows are two. Yeah. So is the food at Hoopty Doo worthy of all of a hundred dollars? 
Like, like if that, that I kind of gauge it that way. It's right. not. It's not. Yeah. Now the show is great. The show is amazing. More than a hundred, Brian, because you're you're making it up for that last night that you don't yeah, have one. Correct, correct. See, that's you know? that's where you know, and I I had this. I, I have to try to find the old article that I wrote, but it, it, it's that I did this whole thing because it's people don't realize that the next night you got it. Like again, are you going to starve your family? Say, like, guys, guess what? Peanut butter and jelly in the room. We're going to have you know <laughs> yeah. we're we're, we're going to we're saving money tonight after last night we we did Cinderella's. No, you're on your you're on your you're on your trip. You want to have a good time. You want to have good food. You want to have a good experience. You don't do that. You don't, you don't scrimp and say, that's not what this is for. If you're going to, if you're on a budget, that's fine. People, a lot of people go on budgets. That's totally fine, but you don't go on a budget with the dining plan because then it just, it kind of like it, it, it loses all its, its value. Second point is I know that cause we've done this. Uh, we've had it a couple times back when you used to get two credits. I know several people that used to, like you say, Brian, not plan for the dining plan to have all of their meals, but to take up most of the meals. Cause when you got two credits, you could use one of the snack credits for a breakfast item, like a bagel or a muffin. And some people only eat that for breakfast, right? right. So they'd go and get a bagel for breakfast with a snack credit. Then they'd have a lunch and a dinner, you know, regular quick service or table, and they'd have another snack to use. And then you may just want to buy, you know, a, a drink, or maybe a slushy or an ice cream out of your own pocket. And it does take care of most of your meals for the day for you. And, and that way it's worth it. But either way, you're going to spend money on food some way or another. If you get the dining plan, you're still going to pay for something out of your pocket, whether it's a drink, whether your kid wants a Mickey bar, whether, you know, whatever it is, there's going to be some money spent on desserts, treats, appetizers, like you said. So you just have to say, is it worth it? And that's where I think you get into the, the philosophy or the convenience or the I want it factor of the dining plan. And that's just the the scanning of the magic band because it's so easy. You don't have to worry about it. And honestly, Brian, I'm not the kind of person that I want to worry about. Am I getting a value for it or not? Like if I want to go to Topolino's and order the rigatoni, that's what I want to do, you know? And if I wanted the dining plan and just scan it, I may lose out a little bit at the end because then I go get my deluxe burger and, you know, whatever. But um, there's some aspect of that for people that just don't care. They want to just scan their magic band, not worry about it and just be there. Right. And so that accounts for some people. And how can you put a dollar amount on the convenience fee? Now you're saying, okay, Evan, I mean, really convenience, you're just whipping your card out versus whipping your magic band out. But it's the whole idea of, of sitting down and not having to worry about, okay, do I get a card? Do I have a Disney gift card I can use? Do I have cash that I want to use that my aunt gave me for the trip or my birthday? Or, you know, you're just not worrying about anything else like that. You know, you're, you're scanning it and yeah. you're going. Now, and again, this is, okay, so you're going to experience this in time, Evan, but so I go to, I go to restaurants with my kids, you know, sometimes, and they're, they're like, "Hey, what are you guys gonna get?" And then they're like, "Oh, I think I'm gonna have this." And you, you look at the price, and you're like, "Wow, that's sixty dollars." Okay, you know, if they really want it, and then the other, then they're like, "Or I'm gonna get this, and it, which is thirty dollars." Hmm, why don't you get the, uh, you know, get the other one? That that looks really good, you know, because <laughs> because you wanna you, you don't wanna have to pay, right. you know, you, right. so, you, so you, you do that. But when you when you're out on the dining plan, you don't care. Hey guys, order whatever the heck you want. You know, yeah. that, that's that's the, the beauty of it. Now, I do want to say another thing that's interesting, Evan, is, um, it, you know, we all the, so the prices of Disney food is is, is outrageous, right? It, it's very high. I mean, for what you're paying for a steak, um, 
compared to what you'd get a steak in, in like a, you know any other steak restaurant. Sure, it's right. way it's way more. You know, it's it's not it's it's outrageous. Now, factor into that whole thing, folks, and especially all of you got you know I'm on a budget, I'm on a trip. Well, tipping, right? So the fact that the price of food has gone up so much. The, when you when you say you know you want to give fifty you want to give eighteen percent you want to give twenty percent like most most people I know want to give twenty percent so you're going to give twenty percent when the price goes up like that your tip is really high so that's another whole situation so you go to Ohana and you have four people there at fifty nine dollars so, mm-hmm. so okay so two hundred and thirty thirty eight dollars whatever thirty six dollars yep, yep. okay so that's that so I get a tip on that. Um, if I went to another restaurant and it wouldn't be that as expensive, my tip wouldn't be as bad. Another, that's another really important thing that that people need to understand. If you're in the dining plan, you don't don't get away without having to tip. That's right. Um, and coming from a coming from a father who's both both daughters did work in the service industry, and one of them still does, where they where they you know they get the they they need their tips because they're not, and that's you know yeah. the Disney oh, yeah. people those those cast members need their tips. So you can't come back and say you know what. I didn't have enough money to tip because the prices are so high. Well, then you shouldn't be going. And that, and that's an, I've actually seen a post on one uh, Facebook page recently where the person says, um, budget, how much should I budget for tips? You know, and, and I'm like, okay, well, what are you going to eat? Like that's yeah, the, right. like, how do you, how do you even budget for tips? Because you don't even know what you're going to eat. And, and that's, that's really important too. So part of the dining plan, understand that you got to pay the tax and you got to pay the tip. Yeah, I think you got to pay the tax. I'm pretty sure you used to not have to, but I think you do now. I think. I'm not but sure, but either way, you know, whether you do the dining plan or not, you're still playing, you know, tips, right? I mean, so that's kind of the. You drink alcohol, you got to pay the alcohol separately. You have your desserts, you're going to pay separately. You you have your appetizers, you're going to pay separately. And sometimes they put it on a separate, a separate check. Um, yeah. If you're on the dining plan, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. It depends on what restaurant you go to. Yeah. But it also adds up, and then and then forget at that point you have you have an appetizer, a dessert get some alcohol. Okay. If you go to Ohana's now, I don't, you don't need dessert at Ohana's. It's, it's, it's included in the appetite, right, right. but you might get some drinks. So now you're talking your family of four, you know, I don't know. Another, you add another 50, $60 maybe to that. Okay. Your, your tip's going to be a lot. So that you have to factor that in folks. And we don't, we, we don't, you know, not a, not a, a lot of these blogs, these food blogs and these people even ever bring that up. And I don't, it always amazes me that they don't, because you're, you're trying to think about, think about your total cost. You got to factor in, look at that cost. So, so Evan, it's, it's how much for table service for a day, 97, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's $95. $95. Okay. Mm-hmm. $95. Then add 20% to that. That's, that's right. your day, right? That's what you got to remember. Yeah. And that's per person. So it, there's more to that. So you're over a hundred, right? You're over a hundred dollars. So that is really important that you got to understand that because you're you're not you're not going to get by with just oh yeah that's all I have to pay for the my trip no 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 it's a lot more to that um, so again it's not a value thing it's not a budget thing it's not you're gonna you just you got to go there and say you know what it's part of the deal I'm going to spend money on food that's right and you know I think you should look at the dining plan as an experience in a way I mean that's kind of silly to say, but it's almost like you can't, there's a, and like we've been talking about, there's a portion of the dining plan you can't budget for, you know, you can't budget for, for certain aspects of tips. Maybe you want to go above and beyond, 
or maybe, you know, you want to just have that convenience, right? Maybe you just want to do it. Maybe you've done it for years as a family. You're excited to go back and do it. You just want to be able to order whatever, like you said, tell the kids to order whatever. Um, so that is almost an experience in itself, almost like a, how you don't budget for going and buying a treat or say you sort of sporadically go and do a tour or go and purchase merchandise. Maybe you see a, a bag that you just say, okay, you know what? We can swing the purse. You know, we get it. Whatever it is, there's, there's whatever that factor is to your trip that you can just spend. You have to consider that with the dining plan and, and saying, is that worth it? You know, and, and sometimes it's just a general, Hey, I'm going to get the dining plan. We won't spend as much on merch, but I think it's worth it. And we want to do a lot of restaurants this trip. So let's do it. I mean, you just, again, it goes back to what's best for your family, but I think the end of it, is it worth it? You really have two answers. My answer is yes. I think it's worth it. It's about an even wash. There's a convenience fee that you can't put a dollar value on. I think it's worth it. But it's really the second answer that's also just as truthful is it's up to your family based on everything we've talked about, you know? Oh, yeah. I So so here's what I'll, I'll tell you right now. I, we're we're going to go in January. And the thing is, we were planning on going before that. Now I'm seriously thinking of changing it to go afterwards so yeah. we can get the dining plan because it for me at at a certain age it is much easier to have the dining plan with my family because we don't all have to be together and we can go do something separately and i don't have to give somebody my credit card to go go you know go pay yep. or do this or give them a bundle of cash they might lose just to, you know go use go go use your magic band and get your dining plan so i i think that is a smart move um is you know it, is it going to be a is it going to be a problem no i budget i budget a lot for food because that's an important part of my trip. I, I really do. There are some people that don't, and that's fine too. That that could be the way that you you plan to, to, to travel. You know, those people are fine too. It's fine. But if you're going to use a dining plan, you just don't don't use it as a way to say like, hey, guess what? We're gonna we're be on a budget and we're gonna do it because you're not. You're gonna blow your budget right away. Yeah. Especially, and it really really bothers me when there's travel agents or planners who who are like. Yes, you got to go to Cinderella's Royal Table and use your two credits here. And then also go to Be Our Guest and use your two credits. And then all of a sudden you realize you're there two more days and you're like, two days you don't have dinner. Oh, what are we going to do right. today? Oh, you can just go get something. <clears throat> it doesn't work in your favor. It's not a good way to explore Disney. It's um, If you're going to go to double two dining plan, just pet a pocket, guys, because you're going to you're definitely going to save money. And it's definitely going to work out better for the rest of your trip because you're not going to have that that thing because if you really want to do those dining you know those are great i mean those are great experiences but they're priced for good value they're not priced for the dining plan but also to your point if you can do it at another time of day that's not two credits go do it because you're yeah. not doing two credits for the food you're doing two credits for the experience so if br guest dinner is two credits but lunch or breakfast now i know br guest has changed so this may be totally wrong but just using it as an example say breakfast is one and you know dinner is two go there for breakfast and you know, people go to be our guests not for food i mean some people may like the food but you go for the experience right and a lot of these two credit places you're going for the experience so go there for a different time of day where it's only a credit if you want to but I agree with you. So sort of like some of my conclusive thoughts are it's worth it if you think it's worth it for your family. And secondly, it's worth it because the math will work out. Uh, if you go and you're one that gets a little bit cheaper food at when you sit down, maybe it doesn't work out. And maybe you're not having to 
Yeah, you they wanna... don't give you a discount at the end. They don't come back and say, okay, we figured out your meals and what you get. Right. You, guess what? You get $15 back. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. They keep That's right. Rate. That's now, right. Another drawback to the to dining plan, and this is something that over the years has bothered me a little bit because there's certain places I really do like. So there's some restaurants there used to be pretty much everybody, every restaurant was on the dining plan in one way or fashion. And through the years, some went off, you know, and so for example, we go to Shula's just pretty much every, every year. Like that yeah. Shula's is the, you know, it's a go, it's, it's a must do when we're there. And again, and and if you think about it, the price versus the dining plan is really not as bad as it as it could be because it's it's all it's all valued now. But I can't do that, so that'll be an out of pocket night if I go there. And then I got to sure. figure out what to do with the other one. So I've been thinking about that, trying to figure out like should I do it? I really want to do it again because I do like it, and I, I don't ever want it to go away because I think the fact that Disney does offer it is a good thing. I don't ever, I don't, I didn't like the fact that they took it away. Yeah. That's because right. it's something that you should have the opportunity to use. And again, they've priced it. I think they priced it fairly and people can say what they want. Oh, it's too high. Think about where we were three years ago and where they are today. And, and, and don't forget inflation today. hundred you know? percent. And so it's, it's not that bad. Um, because if, what would you have budgeted if you're just going as a family and you, and again, if you're going as a family and you want to go to nice restaurants, you budget a certain amount for food and you do, and you budget a lot. So it, to me, it's about the same. I'm not really too upset yeah. about that. Now the desserts and the appetizers, well, we get desserts and appetizers. I'm sorry. We do Now Sometimes we split the appetizers. I mean, yeah. we even split the desserts, but we're not going to not get them because, you know, daddy's too cheap and he's not, you know, like that's not, I don't want to be that person. I don't ever want to be that person. Yeah. Um, so I will, you know, if my kids want the desserts, I'll get it and I'll suck it up and whatever. But I also know whenever they do those kind of things, it adds to my tip. It adds to all those other things. That's right. And yep. it just, you know, go. it crushes your budget a little bit. And that's fine. So if, we go, if we're going to go to, like, you know, there's a lot, the Swan and Dolphin and the Swan Reserve have a lot of good restaurants over there, folks. Disney Springs, there's some restaurants there that are going to be on Dining Planet and some are not. Yep. Right. Yep. Those are good restaurants. So if you want to go to one of those, then you got to work that out. You know, work it in your mind. Hey, am I going to be able to make this work? Sure. With my family, then I can pull it off, and you can. But you got to make sure you know don't sacrifice something because because of the dining plan. That's another whole discussion we could probably talk about for another hour. Is you know don't sacrifice your experience. If sure. fooding That's is right. being part of eating is and drinking is part of your experience, make it that. Make it that. Don't 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 skimp on that because. Um, you're not gonna you're gonna come back and say, "Wow, I I went to, I went to Chef Mickey's four times because I you know, I didn't really want to go to another you know, restaurant. Like, why? Why would you do that? Or I went to Tony's Town Square three times in a row because I didn't really want to spend a lot of money at other restaurants. Um, that's not good. You know, yep. that's not a good that's not a good way to go. If you're gonna be a foodie and go there, just budget for the budget for the money. Know that you're going to spend a lot of money. Know that you're going to tip a lot because you're going to have a good time. Just like you would if you were at any other vacation around the world when you're out. Like if you're traveling to Europe, you go out to restaurants at night. You go spend a lot of money on food. You tip good. That's what you do here at Disney. If, you, if you're that type of person. If you're going to budget the whole trip, then probably it's not the food plan. is not, especially the table service one, is not good for you. And again, right. what do you think? So, Evan, here's my, my thing. I, like I... 
I've never done the quick service dining plan because I've never, to me, it's just like, okay, if you're going to do quick service, just pay out of pocket. But if you're going to, if you're going to do table service, the dining plan, it was worth it. Do you think that the quick service is worth it in value, even though you calculate it's kind of like a wash or a little bit, but do you think it, it, it is a lot, it is a good value yeah, every because... restaurant, because some of them, if like at every park. Right. I mean, I think so. And I, if it's not, a wash, it's pretty. It's got to be pretty close. And then you add in the convenience factor. I mean, I think that the quick service dining plan is worth it. It's cheaper than the table service, of course. It's going to be, and it's going to be close to what you pay. I mean, you're talking about. I mean, just think about it like this in today's terms. You're talking about fifty-seven dollars, and that's going to get you two meals, even though it's quick service, a alcoholic or non-alcoholic drink at each of those meals, a snack for the day, and a portion of that resort refillable mug like in the mornings and at night for 57 bucks. I mean, I don't know if I go to the park and it's Emily and I, we probably spend over $57 for those things in a day or right at oh, it. 100%, 100% you do, yeah. So, right. yes, I think it's 100% worth it. And then you're just talking about scan it and go and not worry about it. So are you going to run into some situations where a quick service meal is like $9.99 instead of the fajita platter that's 15 bucks? Sure, you will. But then you're talking about pennies on the dollar. You know, you're talking about a few bucks at the end of it. And so for, I mean, even if the difference of paying cash versus the dining plan was $10, or $15, is it still worth it? And I mean, you have to answer that question. But for me, if I knew that, hey, Evan, I, I can look in the future, look at your whole trip and say that if you get the dining plan, you will lose 15 bucks for your entire, entire trip. Uh, okay, sign me up. What do I sign? Yeah. Right? And you get um, the refillable mug though. See, yeah, this, is, true. this is a one whole thing. So another, another, another really strategic thing, folks, is the refillable mug. And you think about this and you say, okay, what the heck am I going to drink that much? Well, so in the morning I go get my tea and I get, you know, the, and they, and Dizzy does not skimp on tea. They have good, you know, they have Twinings tea. They, they yep. pretty much at every, every hotel. So get some Coffee's tea, too. get some tea and, 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 and like that. And again, I don't drink coffee, but they have coffee. And I, I think they, you know, the coffee's Joffrey's. Mm. So then, then you get drinks throughout the day. Now you can't bring the, bring it to the park, which is fine, but, and it always cracks me up when people bring their refillable. A lot of people do, park. man. I'm t- a like, ton of people do. Somebody tell them, like it's like it's like, oh come on, guys. And Why look, a lot of people know it. All day. Yeah. Lug I know specific families that will purposefully bring their mud. They will fill it up before they leave, whether it's with coffee or a soda. And they know they they fill it up and then they grab a bunch of paper towels, and they get to the park. They when they get done drinking, they go and rinse it out. They stuff paper towels inside of it and throw it in their boat bag. I cannot tell you how many people I know. I know. I know. (laughs) I'm with you. Because you know what? Me, if I had to, you know, okay, if I put some soda in and I go through, it'll be done in like 10 minutes. I drank it all. Where's my next one? Then you have to hold it until you get to the park and rinse it. Yeah. But when you're at, but when you're at your resort, right? At night, before you go to bed, get something to drink, um, bring it back to your room, put it in the refrigerator like that. You definitely make out The, the refillable mug, even at whatever price it is. It always seems to me like for me, I drink a lot, so it's it's always going to be worth yeah. it, worth it for me. I always like to go down. It's a fun thing to go down with the family, go down and get some drinks. With the, that, you know, so that's a good thing. That's a value there that you don't really calculate in. It's hard to calculate in because everybody drinks a different amount. Yeah, but mo- it's Florida. It's hot. Most of us are going to drink a lot anyway. You go to the pool, you drink. Um, so all those things, but I, yep. to me, it was, it was, it's, that's another value there that we, it, there's a strategy there by using your 
using your refillable mug, you know, strategically, it's going to be in your favor too. Just, just I don't. Please yep. don't be those people that bring it to the park because I don't understand. It's just, <laughs> it's just why? Yeah, why do you need to carry another thing? You have enough stuff with you. Like another thing to carry on rides and jam into, especially with Tron now. Like you have to limit what you bring because otherwise you have to put it in the in the locker, right? Yeah. Um, so okay, I, I think you know, so Evan. So here, my whole thing is, guys, if you want to do the dining plan, I think we both feel it's worthy of doing. Yep. Just plan it out the right way. Do make your make it part of your vacation planning. Plan to have you know the type of meals that you want. If you want the quick services, plan out what you're going to go for quick services because there are some quick services way better than others or way better values than others. And same with table services. Plan it out well. Have you know it's a great way to have fun with your family. Plan out. Hey, this is the day I want to go here. This is the day I want to go here. Um, that's really important. Now, another thing too, I, I want to say is. You can't really bring leftovers home at Disney restaurants. Now you can; they'll allow you to. They'll they'll wrap them up for you. But if you're in a park, what are you going to do? Walk around, and throw, yeah. it in the, throw it in your backpack with your right. with your mug? Okay, I got a tin foil of of steak there in the back of my mug. No, um, if you if you're in a hotel, if you're in your hotel restaurant, you could always go put it up in the refrigerator in your room. Yeah, but but in most cases, you're not going to bring your your leftovers home with you. Which, you, which at home, when you go to a nice restaurant, you know, there's always somebody has leftovers in the styrofoam thing bringing it home. Here, you really can't. If you do, I just it just cracks me up if somebody does. You know, I don't know where they're going to stick it in their backpack and reach out and grab, a, you know, a piece of uh, salmon, a hunk of salmon and eat it as they're going on a ride. I mean, I just don't <laughs> like I don't know if you could do that. I mean, that's that's enough. Hey, I have a question. Is, is space 222? Two dining I don't know. It's a good question. Because it wasn't it, it wasn't there when the dining plan. Right. Was and it may change again. Now, and there's a couple that are listed, like Trails Inn is listed and Tokyo Dining. And we know those are going away by the time the dining plan comes. So there's going to be some changes to the list. Yeah, I think it will be. And that, that, that's that's interesting. So I, I think, guys, you know, here we go. Do it. Do Plan it well. Yep. And also, please reach out to us. If you this yeah. is something, as you can tell. Evan and I both, we really feel very strongly about this and we love to, to help people with stuff. This is one where I will go out of my way to help anybody. If you want to understand how to plan, um, plan dinners, because it's, it's become a strategy for, for my family. We, we spend, we spend more time doing that than anything else, trying to figure out what we're going to do and what we're going to eat and what, you know, who, who gets to choose what. And that is super important. And I've, I've tried, I've made that to a point where um, I made it almost an art where I get the best value. So if you ever have anything, reach out to us. We, we will help you as any way we can. Um, and we love doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I, great way to end it, Brian. So Spoonies, we will definitely make some posts and we, we would love to hear from you. Do you think the dining plan is worth it for your family? Maybe it is worth it for your family, but not for a certain trip. If so, what type of trip is it not? Or is it worth it for? Is it worth it for you as a DVC member or not? Or do you stay off property so you can't get it? Do you wish you could? All of those things we'd love to talk about. So go to our Facebook group. That is A Spoonful of Podcast Spoonie Nation. Just type that into Facebook. You'll find our group. Click to join and get the conversation started. We are also on Instagram. We're on Twitter. You can email us, especially if you want some dining plan assistance or questions. You can email us at info at 
aspoonfulofpodcast.com. Lastly, please do not forget to rate and review the show. It really does help us grow and reach other listeners like yourself. So as always, broadcasting from the backside of water. Until next time, we will see you then. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on aspoonfulofpodcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, the return to civilization.